0: Hello ghouls and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Black One Jack Two Video Game Streaming. And joining us in the studio again today is Blackjack. Hey, Blackjack, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm great. Hey, have you ever heard of the game The Three Kings?
1: I actually haven't heard of the game The Three Kings
0: Okay, so to play this game, you got to start setting up the game at 11 o'clock and you need a lot of items, okay? You need three chairs and two mirrors. So this is the first thing we'll talk about. You want to find a room inside your home that doesn't let any light come through. So a lot of people like to play this game in the basement. So after you set up the chairs, you're going to have one chair on your right, one chair on your left, and mirrors on both the chairs. And when you sit down, you should look in between the two chairs and see your reflection in your peripheral vision. So next, you're going to need a fan. And you set this fan up behind you. And this is a fail safe. So what this fan is designed to do is to blow out the candle because you've got to hold a candle the whole time. And while you're performing a ritual, you, you want to try not to let the candle go out. Because if the candle goes out, the ritual will end. So why do we need the fan to put the candle out, right? That's because if something was to happen and this ritual was to go wrong, the fan is there to put the candle out for you. So if you move your body, if you slouch, or if you go to the left or to the right, then the, then the fan's going to put the candle out.
1: So it becomes a, a safety object.
0: It's a safety object, exactly. So your next safety object that you're going to have is a power item. So a power item is something that's personal that belongs to you. And something small that you can either hold in your hand or, or maybe even a necklace. And what, what it's for is so you can concentrate on that item to help pull you out of the ritual. If you need to get out of the ritual and you're unable to, you're also going to need a bucket of water and a cup and a friend brave enough to tag along with this crazy idea. Right. (laughs) But here's the thing. You're like, oh, great. I get to have a friend with me. Your friend can't go in the room with you.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah. You are 100% alone during the ritual. I would be nervous so after you set this up at 11 o'clock at night and you gotta make sure you have your cell phone you set your alarm clock for 3 o'clock and make sure you charge your phone so when your alarm clock goes off you're you cannot turn on any lights the only thing you could do is light your candle and you're gonna head towards the room Because you have to be in your chair, or your throne, as it's called, by 3.03 a.m. Now, if the following happens, you must abandon the game. And everyone who's inside the house must leave until 6 o'clock in the morning. It is not safe to proceed with the ritual. And it is not safe for anyone to stay in the house until 6 in the morning.
1: Do you think anyone has stayed in the house?
0: I have never heard of exactly what happens if you don't leave the house. But maybe that's why we've never heard of exactly what happens if you don't leave the house, right? So I'm sure this rule is there for a very good reason. So so a couple of these these rules that you must immediately abandon the game. If your cell phone doesn't charge fully. If you don't make it to your chair by 3.03. Or, once you're, once heading towards the room, you notice that the door that you either left closed has been opened. Or, if you left the door open and it has been closed, it's not safe to proceed with the game. So, I mentioned that you're going to have a friend with you, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you're wondering, well, what's my friend going to do if I'm in the room doing this all by myself? So here's here's, here's your friend's role in this. Your friend must be awake during the entire time of the ritual. And at 434, they're to knock on the door to the room that you're in and call your name. If you do not respond, they're to call you on your cell phone. If you do not answer your cell phone, then they actually have to enter the room. They cannot touch you. And to pull you out of the trance without touching you, they use the bucket of water with the cup. And they actually throw the water on you to pull you out of this trance.
1: So they're your third safety object.
0: Yes. So they they have... Three different functions that they'll that they'll do if you don't respond to them. So I have a
1: question. Okay, so what happens if the partner looks in the mirror? Or does that not matter since
0: they didn't do the ritual? I don't think it matters since they didn't do the ritual. But I do know that they are not allowed to touch you in any way. Okay, so now that you kind of got the rules to the game. I am going to share with you um, something that a Reddit author posted. So I'm going to read this to you. This is their experience. And after I read this, I will tell you about my own experience with the Three Kings. My alarm woke me up at 3.30 and I lit my candle in the darkness and made my way down the steps to the basement. She sat by the door at the top of the stairs and read while I went in. When I went down the stairs, I was extremely nervous and excited, and I forced myself to stare at my hands and the candle flickering between them and nothing else. Immediately when I entered, I felt like someone was in the room with me. A definite presence, I made my way to my throne, being very careful not to knock anything over, or to look at the mirrors and take my seat between the two mirrors, and I stared directly ahead into the darkness. I sat there very still for several minutes, staring into the darkness and trying to concentrate, while a f- candle flickered in my hand. The dim light made it feel like everything around me was jumping and moving, and I kept seeing my reflection dancing in the mirror and my peripheral. Shortly thereafter, I started to feel as if the room had no walls. There was a sense of emptiness like I was in the middle of a never-ending blackness. I sat there trying not to get freaked out by the feeling of openness when I started seeing movement in the mirrors on both sides of me. They moved even when I didn't, and when I shielded my eyes from the candle trying to eliminate the glowing under my face, they still moved. At this point, I began to get really nervous and focused really hard trying to make sense of the things I was seeing in my peripheral and fighting the urge to just look. Focusing so hard on my peripheral and and the steady hum of the fan behind me me started to give me a headache. I was trying so hard to see without looking that I didn't notice at first when I started hearing the murmuring. It didn't sound like whispering. It sounded more like listening to conversation through a pillow and I don't know how long I heard it before I realized it wasn't just in my head. At first, I thought I was imagining it, and I leaned forward trying to hear better. But the fan sounded like a hurricane, and I felt like I couldn't hear over it. I kept seeing movement in the glass as I was leaning forward, and I resisted the urge to look. I asked if I was alone, and the murmuring went silent. I waited several moments in silence. On the edge of my seat i don't think i breathed i resisted the urge to bolt up the stairs like a little kid who am i talking to i asked someone who knows came from my left yourself came from my right both answers were clear as a bell i seriously got the creeps and considered putting the candle out but instead someone who knows what i asked I heard some more murmuring coming from both sides, both talking over each other and I couldn't make out anything that was said except why you're here. The movement in the glass seemed to increase on both sides. It seemed to be not just moving, but coming out of the glass toward me. On my left and I leaned away a little and almost tipped my chair over. I started hearing things around me in the room, breathing, ticking, a knock here and there. And while I was listening to it go on all around me and feeling surrounded, they bickered with each other. Sometimes I wasn't even sure what about, except they were talking about me. And the one on my left knew things I had never told anyone, my doubts about my faith, the mean things I'd said to friends in fights, things i wouldn't even repeat here i felt like the one on my left was trying to like lure me from my chair it wanted to show me things at a certain point i felt like something was right behind me and i felt like the conversation was getting further away from me i leaned forward straining to hear better and realized after a few tense minutes that the steady hum of the fan was gone I don't remember when it went off. I didn't even notice, except that by that time, I did realize I was getting hot and stuffy. When I noticed the fan was off, I panicked and jumped out of my seat and dropped the candle, at which point it went out. I grabbed the candle and tried to relight it again because I figured it was like bad voodoo for the candle to go out, and I only had a few seconds to light it, or something, but it wouldn't light which freaked me out even more. I bolted for the light switch and cut it on and left the room. My girlfriend was sitting outside the door waiting for me and asked me what happened and said she had checked on me a couple times, knocking on the door and called down to me and heard I'm fine. Aside from that, she never heard anything from inside the room. I'm not sure what exactly happened in there or if I'm crazy. If anyone has questions, feel free to ask, and I'll answer as best I can, but that's my experience with the Three Kings. That being said, I am fascinated, and will certainly be trying this again soon with maybe a little less nerve and a little more preparation of what to expect.
1: That is freaky.
0: Yeah. I I have
1: chills right now just listening to that that whole experience. I have, like, chills. Like, the whole time when you were talking, I, I have, like, a lot of like, yeah, it, it got me nervous a little bit.
0: So, my experience with the Three Kings—I've never played the Three Kings, so how can I have an experience? Here's what happened: about a month, a month and a half ago, I was getting ready for bed and I, I laid down in bed, and I, I had a YouTube video playing, uh, just to help me wind down to go to sleep. And I rolled over because I was just about to fall asleep. And the YouTube uh, video that I was listening to it, it went to an advertisement. And an advertisement I heard singing, and they were they were chanting "Light as a feather, stiff as a board." Light as a feather, stiff as a board. So it caught my attention because uh, that that's another one of these games that you play at sleepovers, kind of like Ouija boards and Charlie Charlie. Uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. So I turned around to see what this was, and it was a, a movie trailer. And uh, so I got to thinking. I was like, you know, that is one game I actually never played was Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. So I started searching YouTube. And I was watching a couple videos of people playing this game. And in my recommended feed, it said, 10 paranormal games you should never play. So I said, wow, I'm going to watch this video. And I was expecting some of the things I mentioned earlier, the Ouija board, light as a feathers stuff board, bloody Mary, things like that. So I'm, so I'm listening to this and they mentioned one, three Kings. And he said, have you ever wanted to talk to yourself in another dimension? And I'm like, I would love to talk to myself in another dimension. That'd be awesome. Why not? Yeah. So I, I actually started looking up three Kings and I came across this Reddit post right there. And let me tell you, I'm a grown man. I'm 38 years old. And it scared me. And right after I read it, I couldn't stop. I kept going to other people's experiences, and I kept reading them, and I kept reading them. And the more I read, the more, the more freaked out and the more scared I got. And, of course, I have to go to the bathroom. So when you walk into the bathroom, right there's a mirror. And I scared myself by my own reflection looking in the mirror. And this is how pitiful it was. I actually went and found my dog. I have a six-pound dog. And I found the dog, and I said, Well, you're sleeping with me tonight, little buddy. And that is how I got through. That's how scary this game is. Were you reading it at night, too? I was, re- Yeah, because I was trying to go to sleep. So... That's my, per- I, I know, oh, that's, you know, not really all that scary. I spooked myself, right, but reading this. So I dug a little deeper into the Three Kings, and I said, well, I've never heard of this game. And from the research that I found, uh, it seems to have just popped up on the Internet a, a few years ago. Uh, someone started talking about it, and, and then it kind of caught on, and all these players started playing the game. And so the next thing I wondered, because the YouTube video told me, do you want to talk to yourself in another dimension? So I'm like, well, who, who are you talking to? So I didn't understand, am I talking to myself in another dimension? Or or what is this? And another thing I didn't understand was they kept on referring to the game as one of the people is the king, one is the queen, and one is the fool. Okay? So I guess part of the game is figuring out who is what. So I said, well, if you've got a king, queen, and a fool, then, then why is this game called The Three Kings? So I dug a little further. you got to figure out who is the queen and the fool to you. But to the other people in the mirror they're the king and either you and the other person is the queen or the fool and the other person in the mirror because there's two mirrors they're the king and they're figuring out who's the fool and the queen to them so all three players are the king and the queen and fool depends on that person's perception but who are the two people In the mirror, are is
1: one of them trying to help you, or is it
0: they're both against you? So, a lot of the experiences that I read, um, a lot of people would say that who they felt was the fool was trying to lie to you, trying to get you to look into the mirror, while the other would try to give you advice and try to help you in your life. So they would say, okay, so the person who's trying trying to lie to me is obviously the fool, and the other person is the queen. But we're not sure if you're talking to yourself in another dimension. Some people believe that these are spirits. Some people even believe that these are demonic beings. So demons. Demons, exactly. So what do you think they are?
1: I honestly don't know because... If you think about it, if it's, if it's a demon, both demons would be trying to kill you. So, if you think about it, maybe it could be both a demon and a spirit.
0: Or is it just yourself in another dimension talking to yourself?
1: That That's freaky.
0: It is scary. So, uh, with the exception of, of this one example that I read earlier, uh, a lot of the other examples, uh, something that I noticed from from reading these most people had to be pulled out of the trance with water so this was the one exception that i actually found because all the other ones like i said they had to be pulled out with water so that's intriguing of in of itself that their power item they never even went for it when you start reading their experiences They never even heard anyone bang on the door. They didn't hear their cell phone ring. They just felt the water being thrown on them. But I'll I'll tell you this. After getting that freaked out just reading about this, this is definitely one game that I will not be trying.
1: Yeah, we're definitely definitely never going to take part of this game in my life.
0: And Blackjack, before we get out of here, uh, why don't you tell the ghouls out there, our listeners, how they can find you on, on and follow you on the video game streams.
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for, again, letting me on this podcast. And I want to say, if you go to YouTube, Black1Jack2, or if you go to Twitch, uh, I streamed recently, a couple days ago, and I have a stream coming up soon. And we've been streaming Rogue Company. It's a new game beta new release but if you guys can come check me out follow thank you guys so much
0: all right so just wanted to let all the listeners know out there if you have a scary story or an experience that you would like to share with us uh you just go ahead and send us an email and put ghost story in the subject on uh, the email is brave the basement at gmail.com you can also find us on our website that i just launched uh that is brave the com. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you are up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, The Ghoul that Rules, and I hope you join us again. Until next time.